Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening. Check. Check. Magic Pisces episode 40-something. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a while. I haven't posted in a couple of weeks. I'm unclear on the frequency. I'm some because I, I kind of wait until there's about a hundred downloads, a hundred downloads before I record an episode. I'm not sure if you're a faithful listener, like many of you are, and you'd like me to release more frequently. Please let me know. It's called sometimes you get what's called pod fade, where you just basically start slacking, <laughs> don't want to do it anymore. So uh, thanks to everyone who's been listening, 4,200 downloads, something like that, which really isn't too bad. So it is October 22nd, Thursday morning. I kind of slacked off a little bit yesterday, um, so I have to do a bunch of work today, and uh, that's about it. I've been doing um, <clears throat> a lot of forgiveness work. I might even sing. I might sing into the microphone at the end of this podcast, but I've been really focusing on the sacred work of forgiveness, and I've mentioned Course in Miracles very often, but Course in Miracles, the the whole thing is forgiveness. The whole thing is like, um, forgive them for what he didn't, you, you forgive your brother for what he didn't do. The Course in Miracles only uses, like, he. It just says he, but he means everything. He means what's referred to as the sonship. So you forgive people for what they didn't do. So basically the premise of that is that everybody's completely insane. Everybody is crazy. Nobody knows what they're doing or who they are. The ego that exists inside of you that isn't really you, the ego is like this crazy, crazy, insane person that lives in your head. And, um, and... And everybody's ego is more or less the same as everybody else's ego. And so your job is your job is to basically forgive everyone always under all circumstances. And I found this um, and, and in doing that, you essentially free yourself and you just you end up just living in peace. You end up living in peace when you forgive. And I get that people do really horrific things that are, you know, supposedly or that are apparently what sort I'm looking for that are, whateverly uh, unforgivable. Uh, people commit murders, people commit rapes, people commit just uh, horrible things as elected leaders and they are, you know, apparently unforgivable or they are, um, yeah, they're blah, blah, blah. The word is escaping me. Seemingly unforgivable. Um, but but you can you can forgive them. It's, it's like, for instance, um, I was... I was talking to my um, dog-sitting gig lady. I mentioned the dog-sitting lady who quit having me dog-sit for her, I think, because of something I posted on Facebook a few months ago. And she, I think she, maybe her, her normal dog-sitter, the one who she got to replace me, um, couldn't dog-sit or something. And so she called me, and I went over there to dog sit really looking forward to the to hanging out with these amazing little uh, awesome dogs named rufus and millie when i got over there and um she just starts like going off about trump this part she's just completely insane i'm like what's what's wrong how you know how, how are you doing she's like oh my god i have so much anxiety i don't know what to do it i'm like what do you have anxiety about she's like covid and trump covid and trump covid and trump and and then you know i'm like well i don't i don't really have an opinion anymore on trump or biden 
I'm gonna try to maybe maybe I won't steer away from the politics today, but I don't I don't trust the Biden, I don't trust Biden or uh, Miss Kamala to to fix anything. I'm sorry, I just don't. I have absolutely zero faith in in them them. It just seems like such a shit show. But I I, I was sort of like not wanting to tell her who I'm voting for or if I'm voting or if I'm not voting or you know if. I think it would get better with them, with Kamala and uh, Biden. And I'm just trying to like not really say anything and just sort of hold space for her and not, you know, present some of the points that I present on this podcast. I'm trying to like hold those back. And then I realized that this person is just completely insane. This person is just completely crazy. This person has been made crazy by the media. This person has been made complete to be completely insane by like social media and news feeds and her phone. And it just really made me so sad. Um, and, and I can't, I can't be, you know, there's a part of me that wants to be mad at that person and I can't be mad at that person like that. And, and so much about that person is me. Like there's so much of myself in that craziness. Like I've been completely crazy. I have been completely angered by circumstances that are outside of myself, which are seemingly beyond my control. So that person is so much like me in so many different ways. And by, by generating a sense of compassion for that, you know, Trump-induced psychosis or whatever you want to call it, I I evolve and it's not easy. It's really it's just it's really easy to just go, "Oh, fuck her anyway. Uh she's just fucking crazy." You know, the thing that was frustrating to me was that um she when I mentioned that Chicago got completely totally trashed and that a friend of mine's beauty salon, a very 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 hard working friend of mine, uh when I mentioned that her beauty salon had been looted and that there was nothing left of it um in Chicago, uh, she just said, well, that's just karma. That's just karma. You know, well, she has insurance, doesn't she? And I was just like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, this is my friend. Like, my friend lost her business to looters. And for whatever reason, you don't care. Now, I'm going to get back to the forgiveness part in a little bit. But um, now I'm on a rant. And this person has the Black Lives Matter. Science is real. Sign in her front yard. Um and, you know, love is love and all that. And a lot of that is completely true. Um, but then, you know, I saw a lot of it is just what's referred to as virtue signaling. Because um, not having compassion for someone who lost their business that they've built for over the course of 20 years, um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't get where the love is in that one at all. I was like, whoa, this is... You know, and it really, it just really, you know, it just honestly just really pissed me off. I'm like, you don't care about my friends. And and I don't think this person has ever seen a black person. I don't know if she, I don't know if she has ever seen a, an African-American ever. Um, I mean, I'm sure she has technically. But um, I was just like, wow, you know, this is, this is crazy. This is crazy what I'm up against, um, because all I'm doing is presenting a, a nuance, a nuance in this shitstorm that is currently uh, going on. And then I had to kind of come back to, like, well, what what's the gold here? Like, do you want to give your power away to this person, let the anger run the show, uh, you know, make a Facebook post that's going to piss a bunch of people off, 
or polarize or whatever that then leaves keeps me glued to a screen defending a position for however long do you want to do that or you just want to like say some prayers for this person or connect to the part of this person that is identical to you i remember when i was like 15 or 16 or 17 watching a video of the um police um in grant park like beating the rioters or not the, the protesters, you know, the Vietnam War protesters, and just going so crazy and just going so insane and just getting so angry and whipping something at the screen and going, oh, my God, that's unfair. And, and, and there's always been this part of me that, like, just screams for justice. It just screams for justice. And ultimately, to have the, there's this part of me that wants the truth to prevail. And, and what I see nowadays is that the truth, in fact, isn't, prevailing. It's all distorted. Everything's distorted. Nobody knows what the truth is. I don't know what the truth is. You don't know what the truth is. Um, and, uh, and so I had to like access sort of that part of me, that part of me that is, has been prone and privy to, um, very, 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 very irrational anger and, and insanely angry emotional landscapes and just go oh yeah that that person's just me that person's just like me I get what it's like to I get what it's like to be that way I understand that point of view completely I understand why people hate loathe and despise Donald Trump I completely get it I just decided to move beyond it I decided to not um let my you know not not I decided to not give my power away to him anymore um, you know, that's the, the last thing that like the, the last thing that's good or how do I want to articulate this? Like being that angry and upset over a situation and being made essentially insane over the climate is giving your power. That's, that's, that's Trump really winning. It's really winning when it, it's really letting Donald Trump win when you're worked into that big of a, that big of a tizzy. And so I really do see Donald Trump as a spiritual teacher, you know, in the sense that, like, there's something that you can transcend in all of this. And just playing Trump's game, just fighting fire with fire, fighting hatred with hatred, that's just, you know, that's just par for the course. And rising above that is just, it's really not easy, but I can tell you what, um, for myself, moving beyond that hatred is incredibly freeing. Um, opening myself up to different points points of view has been entirely freeing. I mentioned other podcasts, uh, another podcast um, of the the podcast of Ben Shapiro, who I, in a lot of ways, very I, I disagree with him wholeheartedly on on a lot of stuff. But the point of view he presents is worth it's worth understanding, and a lot of it is is worthy of respect. And um, I get where he's coming from on a lot of these things, and it's really sad that I'm not allowed to share that. Uh, for for fear of being attacked on social media, I think he's got a he's he's in a very important voice. Um, and and when you hear somebody out, um, you know when when you're willing to to listen to things, or ingest something that you're you don't particularly find, um, find savor. What's the word I'm looking for? When 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 you decide to ingest something unsavory to you, that's unsavory to you at the get like, um, that you perceive to be unsavory, and and then you discover, um, you might discover that, um, it wasn't as bad as you as you thought it was. It's like I I sort of compare a lot of the com- 
conservative viewpoints to like the music of the Grateful Dead. Like when I kind of started listening to the Dead, it was really annoying at first. And then I realized how genius it was. A lot of it, a lot of it towards the end, particularly was crap. Um, but, but it was sort of like enforcing myself to listen to it or being surrounded by it so much. It very much grew on me. And that's kind of how, um, certain conservative views have grown on me now. Like I'm not down with anything, um, quote unquote conservative that is, uh, bigoted, you know, that is, uh, homophobic or transphobic or anything like that. I'm, I'm totally against that. I can't get behind that even one bit. Um, but, um, as far as, um, as far as other arguments or points of view they present, present, I can, I can see, I can see and agree with a, a lot of the, the things that they present. The problem is, when you're just quote unquote conservative across the board, that uh, unfortunately moves in very often moves into like religious conservatism and um, and you know what the Bible says. And I think that that's I think that that's whack. Um, from my understanding, the the country uh, was not. Um, I from my from my understanding, a lot of the founding fathers were more. Gnostic in their Christianity and much more spiritual. Um, I believe that the United States Constitution. I've actually heard from. Um, I heard from. I according to David Hawkins, the United States Constitution was based on the Constitution of the Iroquois Nation, and it's rooted in a, what essentially amounts to like a spiritual freedom, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I believe that's the Declaration of Independence, but. But there's there's a the constitution is in place to um, the constitution is in place to sort of like preserve a spiritual freedom like the the tr- like truth like freedom in its in its in its deepest sense and I think I've mentioned this before but if you read the the book the surrender experiment by Michael Singer you will who wrote the Untethered Soul you will really get an idea as to what that spiritual sort of like that spiritual freedom is all about. And, um, you know, I don't follow politics enough to be able to really comment, to, to, to be a pundit. Um, I listened to, uh, what's her name, the, the Supreme Court justice, potential Supreme, Supreme Court justice appointee. Um, I listened to her, um, like, interview or the hearings in which she, you know, was answering questions about the way that she would... Um, the way that she would, you know, preside, is that the word? Preside as a justice. And she sounded uh, very intelligent, very articulate. Um, you know, I don't know if she's going to try to reverse abortion or anything. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Um, I don't know her, like, voting record. She's been, you know, painted out to be a person who's, like, a mented or uh, a member, rather, of a cult. Um, like a Christian cult or some kind of psycho Mormon or something. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I. I'm, I. I don't really trust anything that I see in memes. Basically, um, that's not entirely true. Sometimes I see a meme and I like share it, and then I'm like, oh shit! I wish I didn't have shared that. Um, yes, I know. I. I posted some shit uh, uh, about doctors the other day. Like, why don't doctors do this? Why don't doctors, in, you know, encourage vitamin use? Why don't doctors talk about supplements? Why don't doctors talk about healthy lifestyle? Why do doctors always want to give pills to everybody? And then, like, three of my doctor friends are like, 
Uh, and then all these people are like, yeah, doctors take cutbacks from the pharmaceutical industry. And then like my friend, Mike Sims, who's an ER doctor. And then this other guy, Daryl Wilson, who's also an ER doctor. They both responded with, um, uh, I don't take cutbacks. And these guys have been in the ER since COVID started. They're both emergency room physicians. And I was like, fuck, why, why did I, why did I post that? That was stupid to post. But then again, it did have a lot of, I mean, there's stuff, there was stuff worthy of paying attention to in that, you know, like, um, my doctor doesn't, you know, I, I ask him questions about acupuncture or, uh, holistic medicine and he doesn't, he doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about at all. He's got no clue. Um, side note, I busted my face open about, uh, I busted my face open on the 3rd of July. I got 15 stitches, went straight to the emergency room and got 15 stitches. And uh, it costs $4,500 for 15 stitches in the face um, in about, you know, the emergency room visit was total maybe an hour and five minutes, maybe $4,500 with health insurance. So, you know, I might have an opinion about health care. I might have an opinion about, like, Obamacare um I might have or maybe it's not maybe it's just the whole system who the fuck knows what it is but it really pissed me off because I don't have the money I'm just and I'm not gonna worry about it I'm like what what are you gonna do when you don't have the money like what would you know like I'm not gonna stress out about it I'm going to um continue to work on my business and do my best and and you know maybe if they the cops come after me i'll pay on a credit card or something but my god forty five hundred dollars for 15 stitches you've got to be kidding me so i'm kind of meandering all over the place in this episode but um yeah i i really i don't i don't know what's going on um other people's points of view are at least worthy of understanding um and if you take the time to understand another person's point of view um, you will probably learn something about them and about yourself. Um, again, it, it is frustrating when it gets to a point um, when I'm talking with like a like just a straight up conservative Christian friend. It gets really frustrating um, when they start to collapse the Christian conservative with you know what they believe the ideals of like the founding fathers were or whatever um, regarding Christian conservative. Um, and then, but regarding what, you know, it means to be Christian conservative or whatever, I think, I think I'm expressing that properly. Um, conversely, it's incredibly frustrating when I see someone, um, on the left share a, a, um, a sort of not completely thought out view of things. I, uh, I have a friend who posted a, like a tweet or someone from this woman, Cameron Esposito. This is a Facebook friend of mine. She posted a tweet. Um, I think it's a tweet. I don't really do Twitter too much, but it says, since zero women and zero people of color waited on the U.S. Constitution when it was written, I assume it may occasionally need a few updates. And 45 people liked this, and there were four shares. I'm looking at it right now. Um, and, and this woman is completely right. I assume it may occasionally need a few updates. Well, those are, the updates are called amendments. <laughs> they updated it when they gave people the right to abortion and they, uh, they, when they granted a woman the right to have an abortion. And then they, they updated it a little bit with uh, gay marriage and, they, and that they tweaked the 14th Amendment. So um, that's just really a 
fucking stupid ass thing to say as far as I'm concerned. Um, because the Founding Fathers built the amendments into the creation of the United States Constitution so as to leave room for those types of corrections. So I found that um, adorably and frustratingly um, something, you know, and this person that posted it is just such a do-gooder, and they're just so good, and they're just, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And, I mean, God bless that person's sweet soul uh, but very often that can get sort of shrouded in righteousness so i just posted yes comma amendments and nobody nobody res- nobody responded and i try to um i try to uh, actually i'm pretty damn good on facebook about not telling people they're stupid um you know somebody i posted something the other day and somebody was like sorry dave this post is bullshit and i'm like i don't i don't say shit like that to people at all um I also don't, um, you know, there's there's this, and then there were like five or six people that liked that comment, but that didn't speak up. So that's one thing that really pisses me off when like you agree with someone's adverse reaction, but then you don't. And, and so you, it's like kind of like a passive aggressive like, like I'll like the shitty thing that this person said about you, but I won't say something shitty myself. It's kind of how, it's kind of how I see it. Um, but then social media, furthermore, like I, this conversation started out about forgiveness, right? Um, social media is an amazing place to practice forgiveness. It's a practice. It's, it's an amazing place to practice seeing the other person or seeing yourself rather in the other person. So like this person that posted about the amendments, I'm like, oh, I, when I was like 29, that's exactly how I felt, you know, and this person's in there like their early thirties. Right. So when I was like 29, it's like, that's totally how I felt. Like, fuck the Constitution. It's fucking bullshit. You know, I, I knew absolutely nothing about it. Um, so you got you to gotta drop into the place um, where you see the similarities versus the differences. And then when you see those similarities, you can sort of grant this person, grant this person a little grace and forgive them. And in, this, in the process of forgiving them, you're really letting aspects of yourself be forgiven as well. And I've been practicing this Hawaiian healing mantra slash chant slash modality slash whatever it is you want to call it. It's called Ho-Apano-Pano. So H-O-O-P-O-N-O-P-O. Ho-Apano-Pano. I don't know if I spelled it right. But uh, all, you, all you do with the Ho-Apano-Pano is you just say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. That's it. And you're, you're, it's, it's an internal job. So, so one of the things that you can do is you can find, you know, you, you can, you can find someone that you don't like. So I got this guy on Facebook. I, he really fucking pisses me off all the time. So what I do is I identify the sort of the trait or the quality in myself that is very, very similar or the same as him. And then I forgive myself for for being that way. So this guy is like kind of an alcoholic, and he's always making these antagonistic remarks on my Facebook wall, and it's kind of funny. So I just think back to like when I was that way, right? And if it would have been a shit show if I was still drinking when Facebook was around, because my God, I could just only ima- I can only imagine the kind of garbage I would have been putting out there. It would have been truly hilarious and thoroughly embarrassed my mother more than I already embarrass her. But um. But, uh, so I just kinda, I just have to contact, like, I have to connect with my inner asshole, my inner antagonist, my inner class clown, and 
just I say the ho, I do a ho upon opano. So I say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And in forgiving myself, I'm forgiving him. And in forgiving him, I'm forgiving myself. Um, and it's called Ho Aponopano. I read a book about it in one day. It was great. And it's very powerful. And I'm actually doing healing. I'm incorporating healing work into my coaching now using this Ho Aponopano. So I don't know how I feel about this episode. But maybe you listened, maybe you didn't, maybe you turned it off part way, maybe you didn't, who knows, I'm not worried about it. Uh, more episodes to come, magicpisces.com, transform at Magic Pisces. you can e- email me if you'd like to comment or make a suggestion or offer some feedback or anything like that, and I hope you have a wonderful day. And I think I'm going to actually sing into the microphone and see how it goes. So I'm going to sing my little ho upon upon for you now. Okay, I just paused and I'm back. I hope that this comes through. I hope this comes through okay. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you, I love you, I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. I love you. Thanks for listening.